0: Primal Potential is about you. Your ability to change is not defined by yesterday and doesn't need to wait until tomorrow. Your transformation is now. Let's get started. Hello, everybody. Once again, welcome back to the Primal Potential Podcast. I am Elizabeth Benton. Had a couple of great conversations this week with clients of mine, folks who are in the 12 Weeks to Transformation fall session about deprivation and missing out. And it was absolutely without question a theme of my coaching calls and also can be a theme of the holiday time of year, not wanting to feel deprived, not wanting to miss out. But of course, it's certainly not exclusive to that time of year. And I wanted to suggest a few new perspectives on deprivation, on this idea of missing out, that might really help you get over that obstacle or get through that barrier so that you don't struggle with that anymore, you don't wrestle with that anymore. And this idea of deprivation or missing out is absolutely, without question, not limited to food at all. It could be food, it could be alcohol, but it could be spending, it could be the discipline of taking care at home, things at home instead of being out and about and socializing and that sort of stuff. So this has very broad appeal. We're going to dive into it today. Before we do though, want to remind you that if you want to work more closely with me and get things like daily coaching audios every single day, a short 1 to 3 minute coaching message from me, as well as weekly challenges, your own copy of the Identity Journal, weekly group coaching calls, a resource hub for times when you're struggling, we call Solution Central, as well as a community. If that sounds like something that would serve you and help you level up, please know that our January session will open registration on December 11th. December 11th, to the waitlist only. Okay, so that's the way we do things. I email the waitlist every week before we start to get to know them better, to help to show them my coaching style, and to understand their needs better. I just put a survey to those folks a couple weeks ago. So there are a few reasons to be on the waitlist. The first is to get that exclusive email from me every week. The second is to have early access to join because we only have as many spots opened up to the masses via the podcast after we've done a pre-registration to the wait list. So you can not only get on the wait list, but learn more about the 12 Weeks to Transformation, learn more about those daily coaching audios, learn more about the weekly challenges and how it all works, what you can expect, the financial investment, the payment options, all of that stuff by getting on the wait list. There is a video on the wait list page that gives tons of details, and that's where you go to get on the wait list. So you can head over to primalpotential.com forward slash transform. primalpotential.com forward slash transform, that's where you go to get on the wait list and to learn more. Mark your calendars for folks who are on the wait list. We will begin registration for our winter session on December 11th, but no worries. We don't actually kick off until the first Sunday in January, which I think is the 5th or the 6th in 2020. All right. Primalpotential.com forward slash transform to learn more and get on the wait list. I mentioned that this came up After a handful of phone calls with clients who were dealing with this sense of deprivation, feeling like that was a barrier to them, it was getting in their way a little bit, phrases like, I don't want to feel deprived, or my biggest struggle are those moments when I feel like I'm missing out, and I just knew after having some of these conversations I needed to do a podcast on it. So one of those conversations, somebody said, I'm just really struggling with this feeling that I can't ever have certain things anymore. And I said, what do you mean? Tell me what you think you can't have ever again. And she said, chocolate cake. And I said, is that true though? Like, is it true that you can never again have chocolate cake? And she was like, well, I just feel like if I want to get results with fat loss that I just can't have those things anymore. And I said, well, what if I said that to you? I've put on not only baby weight, right, healthy pregnancy weight, but some extra weight as well from just eating differently and not being as active. So what if I hypothetically said to you, you know, I want to feel really amazing in my body And I know I don't feel as amazing when I'm carrying extra weight, but I just really struggle with the fact that I'll never be able to have ice cream again. What would I, what would you say to me if I said that? And she said, well, I would say that's not true, that you, you absolutely can. Maybe not every day, maybe not even every week, but you definitely can. And I said, so what's different for you with the chocolate cake? Like, Why are you a unicorn who just can't ever have it again? And she said, well, you know, one time I was doing really, really well, and I was getting great results for about three months, but I was so strict, and I always felt deprived, and I never gave myself any wiggle room. I said, okay, three months. Did you indulge again, like outside of that three-month period? Well, yeah, of course. All right, so that's point one. It wasn't a never-again thing. Point two, if... In those three months where you were getting great results, you had chocolate cake once. Do you think your outcome would have been dramatically different than it was? She's like, well, no, probably not. Okay, point two. Deprivation is not about your practice. Deprivation is about your perspective, Deprivation is not about what you say no to, how often you say no, the list of things that you feel you should say no to. Deprivation is about your perspective, it's about how you think about those things. Deprivation is not about discipline, right? Discipline does not lead to deprivation. So many times when I'm on these calls, somebody will say, Well, but when I, we, we have a challenge that's about good, better, and best, identifying what would be a good choice, what would be a better choice, what would be a best choice, right? And on these calls, because we were somewhere around one of these challenges, and somebody said, well, the issue is, if I choose my best, it leads to feeling deprived, and when I feel deprived, I go overboard. And I was like, time out, bud. Doing your best does not lead to deprivation. The story you tell yourself about doing your best can talk you into a feeling of deprivation, but it's not the decision itself. Being consistent does not lead you to going overboard. Your perspective on that talks you into it. Deprivation is not about your practice. It is about your perspective. I can make a case either way. You can make a case either way. The deprivation comes from the case you make, the thoughts you think, the way you choose to see it, not the choices themselves. There's something else I brought up, and I only brought it up with a couple of people because a few of them I think they would have said, you know, shove it. Because we got where we got and we made some progress, but we didn't need to push it, right? So the next level of this, when you're ready, after you've realized, oh, it kind of is my perspective on it, and we'll talk more about that perspective in a second, but the second level is, what's true for me is that when I'm struggling, I'm also being pretty selfish. And I know that can be a buzzword, like, I'm not selfish, kind of like drama. I'm not dramatic, but hear me out. Using deprivation as an example. Everybody's having dessert and I'm not. I feel deprived. I feel like I'm missing out. What am I thinking about? Myself. Thinking about me. I'm thinking about what I don't have instead of all I do have because there's another perspective, which is here I am enjoying a meal with friends, I have great company, I've enjoyed great food, I don't have to be in my feelings about cake. I don't have to be in my feelings about dessert. If I sit there and I make it all about me, it's not fair, I just want the cake. That in that moment is a true perspective I chose, but it's not the only perspective. I could say it's not about the cake at all. I could choose to have the cake, I choose not to. There's so many other things I can enjoy. In fact, I just had a whole meal. I'm not actually deprived. I'm not actually deprived and neither are you. It's just a perspective, a way you talk yourself into missing out. I've shared before that I use this perspective shifting tool when I feel like something's hard. Like, oh, going to the gym consistently is hard. I don't feel like it. No. Losing my dad was hard. Getting divorced was hard. Driving to a gym that I have the luxury to pay for and taking care of my physical body for a small fraction of my day, yeah, not hard. No, not hard. And you might, this might be hard to hear, right? You might not like it. You might not agree with it. And both of those are totally okay. But a good tool for me and something that's resonated with a lot of my clients when they're ready for it is that deprivation is a very self-centered perspective. We could take it to another level and say, you know, you feel deprived when you decide not to drink at an event. Do you understand what a luxury it is to be able to have all of this food available to us? I mean, it's a little like Sarah McLaughlin playing in the background kind of thing, right? But it can be an effective tool and one that reminds me of how self-centered it is. I get to go on this amazing vacation and make these wonderful memories and take care of my body and I'm stomping my feet because... I'm choosing not to have french fries, to take care of my health. It's very self-centered and like I said, when I'm struggling most with overwhelm, with body image, with food choices, with fear, I'm usually coming from a very selfish place. And when I decide to get a little less selfish, I feel a little less crappy. Sometimes a lot less crappy. The other piece of this, and this goes back to the perspective thing to give it a little bit more color, round it out a little bit. The idea of deprivation is very one-sided. It's not looking at the whole picture. I remember when I first told my former husband that I wanted us to get out of debt together. And initially he was not on board, not even a little bit. He said his perspective was, I don't want to feel deprived, right? I work hard, and I want to be able to spend my money the way I want to spend my money. I don't want to feel like I'm missing out. I don't want to deprive myself. One perspective. Fair enough. But what else is there, right? There's always more. Like the fact that debt actually deprives us from something we want more, freedom and flexibility. The fact was also that debt limited us in a lot of ways. It was really, when we looked at it, more true, most true, that the debt, having the debt limited us in more ways than getting out of debt would limit us, and the discipline to do that would limit us. Because we weren't free to travel When we wanted to travel, to take trip home to see our family, because we both lived an air flight away from, from family, we weren't free to visit family whenever we wanted to or whenever there was an issue or a problem, we had to see if the finances allowed it. We were depriving ourselves of connection with family. We were depriving ourselves of generosity. We couldn't do all the things for each other and for our family that we wanted to do. So the initial perspective of, well, I don't want to miss out. I don't want to feel deprived. I want to be able to spend what I want to spend when I want to spend it. Wasn't the whole truth. And the same thing was true for me when I was at my heaviest. I look back on that time when I weighed around 350 pounds. And I could say, from a food perspective, I never felt deprived. (laughs) I ate what I wanted when I wanted to. But even that is not the whole truth. I was super deprived in other areas. I was depriving myself of connection, of confidence, of health, of so many things. If we only see the negative and we ignore the positive, it is at best a half-truth. At worst, it's simply wrong. Right? The perspective is simply inaccurate, misinformed, like solving half of a math problem, you didn't get the right answer. Where you landed isn't right. It's not correct. It's not accurate. It's not complete. And the same is true with our perspectives on deprivation. If we only see what we're saying no to, we're not seeing what we say yes to. It's at best a half-truth. And we can't make good decisions with half-truths. We can't make good decisions with inaccuracies. So which perspective will you choose? Which perspective will you practice. Deprivation is not about the choices you are making. Deprivation stems from your perspective. I don't care if all you eat is chicken and avocado and broccoli. That is not a recipe for deprivation. Your thoughts on it, the perspective you choose, is what creates the sense of deprivation. And there's always another perspective. If we only see the negative, if we choose to ignore the positive, it is at best a half-truth. And you cannot and will not grow only requiring a partial version of the truth. The fact is, right, you're in control. If you want to buy the shoes, you get to buy the the shoes. If you want to eat the cake, you get to eat the cake. No one is forcing this on you. I tell myself I am in control and I can change my decisions at any moment, but discipline is something I do for myself, not something I do to myself. Discipline is something I do for myself, not something I do to myself. And I was having this conversation about deprivation with one of my clients. She said, you know, on one of the recent daily coaching messages, you said, I love the freedom that discipline offers me. And she said, that just so resonates with me. I love that. That's so true for me. I love the freedom that discipline offers. And I said, so which is it? Do you feel deprived? Or do you love the freedom that discipline offers? In that moment, when you're Weaving this story about feeling deprived or missing out, is it that? Or do you love the freedom that discipline offers? Which is more true for you? Guys, this idea of deprivation, this idea of missing out, does not come from the choices you make. It comes from the perspective you create. When you're noticing the negative, Demand of yourself that you also consider the positive, because without that, you cannot make a well-informed decision. You cannot. And one of my primary goals with this podcast, but especially with the clients I work with inside of the 12 Weeks to Transformation, is to help us all become better thinkers, And we cannot and will not become better thinkers if we only demand of ourselves a partial version of the truth, an incomplete story, a look at the negative without an evaluation of the positive. You choose your perspective again and again and again. It's not a one and done decision you're set for life. This is something you have to choose again and again and again. I noticed this just last night. I had an opportunity to practice. I I went out to dinner with a boyfriend and one of his friends, and they ordered a bottle of wine to share, and I'm seven months pregnant. I'm not drinking wine. And in that moment, I could absolutely choose the perspective of missing out and of feeling deprived. But I chose the perspective of, I get to enjoy a great meal. I'm not missing out. There's abundance everywhere around me. And I'm doing this for myself, not to myself. It's perspective. And life is going to serve you up so many chances to practice. Whether it's feeling like you're missing out on that holiday party because your kid has a game, or it's feeling like you're missing out on that dessert because you want to get healthy, or feeling like you're missing out on that trip because you're trying to save money, you're getting out of debt. No, that's a perspective opportunity, not a deprivation issue. And the world is going to serve up so many opportunities for you to practice. And if you feel like you need a little bit more support in the practice, which I know I do, that's why I have coaches. I pay a mastermind host a ton of money to meet up three times a year, and I pay a business coach to check me every single week and they both help me become a better thinker because I need that support. And I think I will always have a coach. If you feel like you would do better with support, then just get on the wait list. There's no commitment on the wait list. But going to that page, primalpotential.com forward slash transform, you can at least learn a little bit more about it. You can read some of the testimonials from folks who have been through it before. You can get emails from me weekly between now and when registration opens, which is just around the corner, December 11th, and get a sense of if it feels right for you. And then you'll have the first opportunity to register and you'll be able to take advantage of some special bonuses that are only available for folks on the wait list. So head over to... Primalpotential.com forward slash transform. Get on that wait list. We've got daily coaching audios, weekly challenges, the identity journal. We're making it better this time around. Got some awesome feedback on the last iteration. We updated it at least two times a year. And uh, it's a powerful tool that I'd love to share with you. So, primalpotential.com forward slash transform to get on the wait list and learn more about working more closely with me in the 12 weeks to transformation. And in the meantime, Practice your perspective on deprivation. Make it a great day. I'll chat with you soon. Thank you so much for joining me for another episode of the Primal Potential podcast, where my goal is not to inform you, but to transform you. And if you would like to receive free motivation and strategy and recipes, workouts, meal ideas every week right to your inbox, just text the word Primal to the number four four two two two, or go to primalpotentialcom join.